Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza, and for today, um, we're doing things a little bit different. Um, uh, we're recording this on Monday, the 12th of June, um, and uh, we actually published a story in the Business Day that is around the fact that uh, despite tough times, South Africans are not shy to splurge on premium televisions. So what follows is uh, the conversation um, that we had with Michael Van Leer, who is uh, the Vice President for Consumer Electronics um, over at Samsung South Africa, uh, just detailing what does the TV landscape uh, look like in South Africa. If you want to go and read the full story that we have written, it's on the Business Day website. Otherwise, uh, some of the key things uh, you to consider is just the fact that uh, currently um, Samsung is the largest TV maker in the world, uh, competing against companies like Sony. Sony, LG, TCL, and Hisense. And then when it comes to the South African market, um, the biggest insight that uh, we got um, from the team over at Samsung, and you hear Michael explaining, is to say that they have actually uh, cornered about 40% um, of revenues that are earned through the through the market, despite having 25% market share, because uh, premium TVs are actually a, a big driver, right? You need to sell less of those because they're higher priced. So TVs that are costing as much as a hundred thousand rand are rising in uh, are rising in popularity. People are buying more and more of those, and there are a few edge cases where people are buying TVs that are going into the millions. So this is that conversation. We were located in Johannesburg, um, in Cramerville, and this was at Cinema Architects, which is a boutique firm uh, that helps uh, you know those that can afford it to put up. Um, home cinemas and Samsung has uh, decided to partner with that particular company when it comes to uh, putting or driving more premium televisions into the market. So here's that conversation. Okay, so you're saying that the frame TV is the most, and is it the most popular or is it just the fastest growing segment? Fastest growing segment. Yeah. So, so we really break our, our um, TVs into four main categories. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, we can make it five main categories. The first category, which of course is the most popular because of the price, is our UHD category. So anything from 32-inch Full HD, 40-inch Full HD, 43-inch UHD, all the way up to 85-inch UHD. Mm. In South Africa, the biggest growing segment, that's not only for Samsung, is 75 inch and 80 inch. It's yeah. the only category that is growing at the moment. And in fact, you'll probably know that in any category, in any product that we sell in South Africa, bigger is somehow uh, better. Mm-hmm. So 75 inch and 85 inch is growing. In our premium segment, we break it up into uh, four different categories. Lifestyle uh, TV, which uh, we spoke about, the frame, very popular and by far our fastest growing TV, although it is for an exclusive market that wants to show artwork, uh, but also wants to use it as a TV. Uh, Serif is also part of that uh, segment. Then Neo QLED 4K TV, also extremely popular, quite affordable, 55, uh, in fact, 43 inch and above. And the reason why we introduced 43 inch is actually for a console gamer. Mm. Console gaming, the best size is 43 inch because they don't want to look uh, very large. Uh, yeah, you don't want to look too far left and right. 
Then as part of Neo QLED, and we've just uh, launched our 2023 version, is 8K. 8K for us is the pinnacle of uh, Neo QLED technology, so our QLED technology, um, and uh, is getting more and more popular simply because there's more content coming in. Uh, YouTube has a plethora of uh, content that we've seen. 8K gaming is around the corner, and the first uh, game released in full 8K content will be released in August uh, 2023, which is called The Lies of P, which, by the way, is about Pinocchio. Uh, I suppose the, the topic of it, Lies of P, where he tries to become a human, but mm -hmm. it's all in 8K content. And then, of course, our S23, our Galaxy S23 has 8K recording. So if you want to enjoy uh, your recordings in 8K, uh, Neo QLED 8K is the, the way to go. As I mentioned earlier, we've just released, and uh, to great fanfare, our OLED uh, technology, which comes in two formats, the S90 and the S95. The, the main difference being the, the, uh, the fact that the S95 comes with a one connect box. So the entire screen remains thin all the way through. And if you wanted to mount that on the wall, uh, to look almost part of the wall, you could do that and have the one connect box uh, separately. Although if you wanted to have it as part of the stand, there is an aluminium stand, uh, I think you described it in an L shape, where the one connect box fits snugly on the back of the S95. Whereas S90 is an affordable OLED, by the way, positioned below our Neo QLED uh, technology because we believe the Neo QLED technology is the, uh, the pinnacle of technology 4K and 8K. And then the last one, which we're looking at here, um, is uh, our micro uh, LED technology, which is for a, a bespoke customer experience, generally speaking, in a cinema uh, space. Uh, it has a, a healthy pr price tag, uh, but anything from 76 inches and above all the way to 126 inch prices ranging from one and a half million uh, to four and a half million rand. Uh, all of these TVs are bespoke installation, and that's why we've uh, um, partnered with Cinema Architects to make sure that we can deliver a premium experience from installation to uh, education of the particular product in a, a, a high-end or premium customer's uh, cinema setting. Uh, very excited about that, and this is the first one in South Africa, and you are the very first journalist to have seen that. So has what you call this? Uh, as a as a model, as this model been sold yet in South Africa? No, this is the very first one. It's only been installed three weeks ago, uh, and in fact, they have not cracked the champagne on this particular showroom. Mm. So they've only shown a handful of their customers. Yeah, uh, we expect to sell five to ten a year. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that it's at that sort of level that uh, we expect to uh, uh, to send to stores, but. But we're very proud of the technology. I think what keeps uh, all of the, the products together uh, is smart things. Uh, out of the box, the connectivity is extremely easy. If you have a Samsung account and you put in your details, if you set up a TV or a monitor at any given time uh, uh, under your Samsung ID, it will immediately bring all your settings to life. And of course, you can control that technology as part of your home through the smart things app which you can do with other Samsung products, mobile products, air conditioning products, your home appliance products, but also 200 plus vendors uh, have bought into that alliance and you can control other IoT devices through smart things. We call it bringing calm to the connected world. 
not having multiple apps for multiple connected devices. Just use smart things and you can control your whole home um, as you please um, through smart things. Keen to understand uh, from uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, in the universe of Samsung, to my knowledge, Samsung is the largest display maker and also TV retailer in the world. Yep. Is that the case in South Africa? Yes, it is. In fact, globally, we've been 17 years number one in the TV market. Uh, we're very proud of that. Uh, this is, in fact, our 17th year of that uh, domination. It is correct in South Africa from a value perspective, meaning rands through the till on Samsung product. Uh, we command between 35 and 40% share. Oh, wow. So three and a half to four people out of 10 are, are choosing Samsung oh, for, okay. their, for their home. Um, and we by far number one in South Africa, but that remains the same globally, actually. And also keen to understand, I guess, whatever you can share, the structure of revenues that will come, let's say TV sales, right? Yeah. Because I always think of it like uh, with, uh, with flights, right? I mm -hmm. draw parallels with flights. Mm -hmm. The the five percent, five to ten percent of people in business class and first class mm -hmm. are probably making up eighty uh, to ninety yeah. percent of revenue for the whole plane on a flight. So keen to understand in the universe of Samsung, yeah. because I'm sure a lot of people are buying TVs in yeah. the in the yeah. lower segments. Yeah. Yeah. But what does that do when you have um, displays like this one, for example, yeah. like? Yeah. Do, do you end up seeing the same structure where the high-end products end up making up a significant portion of take? Yeah, of I think that that, that, that that is really an interesting question. Um, TV business, and like many other businesses, is about scale. Mm. We need scale uh, because, number one, uh, you want to be able to command the, the correct price point when you're negotiating with suppliers of anything, whether it's panel or or metal or, or any of the components that go into anything. The other important uh, issue is that we actually have our own factory in South Africa. Oh, I do know in, Yes, which is in Dubai Port mm. uh, in KwaZulu-Natal. We employ a few hundred people there and it was uh, something that was, uh, that was launched with, uh, with government, in fact, as job creation. Uh, we, we have a complete knockdown facility there which produces around 250,000 uh, TVs a year. Are they all for local consumption yes. or do you only for, send, send, send out? Only stuff? for South Africa and yeah. CCU countries, which include Swaziland, Lesotho, Namibia and Botswana. Yeah. <clears throat> we do not produce uh, elsewhere. The, we have factories in um, Vietnam and in uh, Egypt that supply uh, the rest of Africa. Mm. But those five countries are supplied by the factory out of Dubai trade port. Your question was more specific around the, the market. What we find in South Africa, and I don't only speak about um, Samsung, I speak about the TV market in general, around 70% of the market is UHD and below. Okay. So 30% is considered premium, which includes those four uh, different technologies that I spoke about, lifestyle, 4K, 8K, OLED, and of course this, but this is not in, in existence yet in the market because, as you well said, we haven't sold one yet. Um, but these four technologies take up uh, around 30% of the revenue in South Africa. 
And once again, that's that's all. That's the total addressable TV market. In Samsung, we're very dominant in that thirty percent space. We own probably eighty percent market share in that space. Whereas in UHD, yes, we need the volume to create efficiencies through the factory, uh, but we um, we don't sell, should we say, um, cheaper product. We try and sell a good value for money product, mm. uh, which has the right technology in. So we're not catering for the very low end of the market, if you like. And that factory out of the airport, is it, is it producing the full range of Samsung TVs or are these specific models? Because, for example, this <coughs> micro LED, would it, could it be produced in that factory? It's or producing it? everything that you've seen in this space, including UHD, uh, Full HD, excluding this. Okay. That's the only TV that's not manufactured uh, uh, in South Africa. Uh, even up to 8K, frame TV, serif TV, all produced locally. And, pro- and projector-wise, um, is that still a niche market? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, short throw projector is very niche. Uh, uh, we do LSP seven and LSP nine, uh, hundred inch and hundred and twenty inch respectively, sixty nine triple nine and ninety nine triple nine respectively. All four K content built in soundbar, but extremely niche. Um, no more than a few hundred pieces sold in South Africa uh, annually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, small. Um, Portable TV like the the Freestyle, <clears throat> that's a different uh, scenario. We're the only manufacturer of that or, or seller of a smart style uh, projector like that. So all the smart TV functionality that you would have on a Samsung TV is yeah. built into that projector. Um, and uh, we're selling in excess of 5,000 pieces per year. Of that one. Of that particular projector. But totally different usage, as you know, very portable can uh, attach a battery pack and you can watch up to four hours uh, uh, on the battery itself, which is quite cool for load shedding. Um, I always found that to be a very d- interesting design decision from Samsung. Yeah. That they would, so that the battery yeah. pack would be, would be, would be separate. What I would hope for is brighter, whatever succeeds the current freeze, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. brighter on the lumens, because I think it's being like 200, 200, Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's for the usage, I guess. But you can use it, you know, in a room, project onto a ceiling. The the younger generations love it because it's like their style. They like watching YouTube and setting it up quickly and watching it wherever they want. Uh, But of course, can be used in applications like camping inside a tent or onto the tent around a fireplace. Mm. So we, we tend to think that it's bright enough for those kind of uh, occasions, but of course using it in full sunlight, uh, I think they're better uh, products for that application. Um, actually, one of the things I'm most interested in is you guys are producing 250,000 units a year across mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering like, who's buying all this stuff? And the reason I'm asking is because TVs is not something that someone is buying every year. Uh, it's one of those things you, you buy a TV and you keep it for, you know, a, well, that's a, interesting. quite a bit yeah. of time. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the, well, um, I can tell you the addressable market for TV in South Africa is about a million pieces a year. Yeah. Um, 
so that gives you an idea. So in units, we were around 25%, but in value, because of our high-end uh, products that we sell, we're at around 35 to 40% of that uh, market share. Um, we, um, but addressable market is a million pieces, and the average uh, replacement of a TV in South Africa is six years. Six years, okay. Yeah. Um, we're lucky because we sell into a space where uh, people have multiple TVs in their home. Mm. Uh, so you have something in the bedroom, maybe even the kids have something, you have something in the living room. Even products like the frame can allow you to sell TVs into other areas in your home mm. uh, that are not traditional. For instance, the kitchen or a passageway to show art. Uh, or, as you saw here, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think your average premium household probably has four to five TVs. Uh, so that gives you an indication of the scale of TVs in South Africa. But that t that total addressable market has not changed much in probably 10 years mm. uh, because of the, um, uh, you know, the, the cycle of TVs. So phone, we find, is around 40 months now uh, to change phone. But that's actually improving, believe it or not. Mm. But around 40 months and TV is around six years replacement time. No, I think what you're saying, it makes sense. Uh I'll admit that I have more than one TV in my own home, so um, I, I guess that that, that that what you call this, that tracks um, with what's going on. The other piece of the equation for me is the, I guess, the commercial aspect. Uh, how important is that market to you guys? Because if you go to oh. bars, restaurants, hotels, mm. offices, all of that, oh, no, this is everyone a, uh, has... TVs at receptions and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting rooms. Yeah, and all. yeah. yeah. So, so we actually have a completely separate division, okay. uh, which we call EBT or Enterprise Business Team. Uh, they look after two flows of products. Uh, one is uh, LCD monitor, which you would use at work uh, as an external display for your notebook or as a gamer maybe at home or you would be using that per personally. And they have a wonderful, same sort of uh, thing as TV. They've got mainstream products which are full HD, uh, uh, sort of UHD product, uh, 20, actually 19 inch all the way to 32 inch in the mainstream. Yeah. Then they have uh, specific gaming monitors, uh, which uh, uh, go from 24 inch, which is very popular with the gamers, same concept. They don't want to look too much left <laughs> and right. Uh, but all the way up to a 55-inch Odyssey arc that you saw uh, proudly displayed in this uh, space here. Um, and we do 49-inch, uh, very ultra-curved, you know, I'm sure you've seen them about that. Yes, yeah, so, like yeah, I've seen them. Uh, also, I see G9. like a bubbly yes. uh, Quite right. stand thing on the with back. A, <laughs> with an LED light that you yeah. can change the colors, the game is yeah. like this, this type of thing. That too splits into multiple screens, um, which the gamers uh, like using, uh, which is uh, really cool. Then they have a new category called smart monitors. Uh, a smart monitor is literally uh, has all there's of the apps. There's uh, M8 and the M9. Yeah, there's M5, M7, M8, uh, and yes, I think M9, quite right. Oh. Uh, so all the way from around 5999 up to 15999. Are those doing well? They're doing very well. Okay. And the nice thing about it is that they have all the smart TV functionality. Mm. Uh, by the way, those are also manufactured in Dubai Tradeport. Okay. Uh, we do all CKD uh, in Dubai Tradeport. In the second part of the division, which is exactly what you're speaking about in, in hotels, in shopping centers, in quick service restaurants, is what we call our signage product. The major difference between that product and a TV 
is that it's commercially graded. It means it can burn 16 to 24 hours. Because Stretch. In the, yes. Because in those spaces, uh, they, 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 they're using that kind of timing, whereas a TV burns on average six hours a day. Okay. So there's higher grade material in that. The yeah. panel is of a commercial grade. Uh, but the other big uh, difference there is that there's a built-in system on chip, mm. which uh, can uh, take content in. So you can imagine a quick service restaurant that's selling burgers, for instance, that, uh, that content is dynamic. Mm. So maybe in the morning, they've got coffee up there with a muffin. Yeah. Uh, whereas at lunchtime, the burgers come up with milkshakes. And if it's a very hot day, you can put ice creams. But there's content streaming in. And if, if the quick service restaurant has, let's say, 500 restaurants uh, in the country, uh, someone externally can be feeding content into, into that, that uh, system. That oh, system. Okay. Yeah. And the same can be for a retailer. If there's a clothing retailer, for instance, wants to change fashion, they, there's a marketing uh, department that's do, uh, you know, making that content and then pushing it into that. And that system on chip, uh, which is an important part of that houses that uh, kind of content. Mm. Uh, so that's called smart signage in our uh, in our business, and actually totally stripped away from uh, that. from uh, from um, our TV business, our, our consumer TV business. Okay. But very interesting, and uh, yeah, we're, we're number one in that as well, and have been for many years. Um, I'll have to get them to send you the number of years that we've been number one there, because I don't want to guess it, but they'll have to send that to you. Uh, but signage product uh, really also growing, by the way. Mm. By the way, they also have a product like this. It's called The Wall. I've seen The Wall. It's when I fact, first got into this room, I actually thought, is this a wall? Yes. In but fact, the wall is bigger than this. Well, it's exactly the same technology, yeah. but it's built to spec. Yeah. It means it doesn't come uh, in one box. So they bring in uh, the components and they build it to the size you want it. Oh, so okay. we can go up to 220 inch, okay, uh, which is much larger than this than and this. Is, is, is normally suited for uh, commercial grade uh, or even um, big uh, uh, boardrooms. We, we, in fact, at uh, the Samsung office at 2929 Nickelway have one of those in our boardroom. Okay. Uh, which is huge and it's absolutely fantastic. It's it's the same technology as this, mm. but just built to spec. And it's called The Wall mm. and sits in our smart signage portfolio. Okay. Uh, we have, by the way, sold a few of those in South Africa. And in fact, we've sold two of those into consumer homes. Really? Yes. I'm, One, scared. I'm scared to ask how much The Wall costs. They, they, <laughs> they, they expected 246 inch at the time. They spent about 4 million rand. Uh. Um, the one went into a, a house in Clifton, yeah. and the other, I think, was a house in Stain City. Yeah. He mounted it above his bowling alley. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, we have sold this style uh, product in South Africa, but not this particular product have we sold in South Africa. Uh, but interesting to see that consumers out there that have it. No, definitely. I think uh, maybe lastly, uh, Throughout this conversation, one of the things that you keep mentioning is gaming, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like when I was growing up, we were being told that uh, you know shouldn't waste your time on video games. <laughs> the, you sound like my father. <laughs> <laughs> but the ta- but the tables seem to have turned. Uh, gamers seem to have a lot of pull 
in a lot of markets, whether you're talking GPUs, uh, laptops, computers, desktops, even chairs. Um, yeah, but I can yeah, imagine yeah, that yeah. for you guys as a as a as a as a display yeah. manufacturer and as a uh, retail TV yeah, yeah, company, yeah. how important is gaming at it's, the moment for you guys? It's completely critically important. It's the fastest growing segment uh, globally. Uh, it well, was well mentioned. It's not an age specific thing anymore. Everyone games. Uh, and it can be from a from a casual gamer on your mobile phone, yeah. which is an important category for us in mobile phones and tablets, uh, all the way to a professional gamer that may use an Odyssey Arc for argument's sakes, or a G9 um, a gaming monitor, or a QN90, which is a gaming TV at 144 hertz, uh, if you wanted to use it at 144 hertz, or with your... Um, your uh, console uh, at 120 hertz so that is by far the biggest grain uh, category uh, in South Africa uh, I saw a great article about that the other day I must share that with you and as a result uh, we um, we have partnered with gaming specific pure player retailers mm. uh, I wonder if it's okay for me to say that but uh, Eve Tech uh, is uh, probably one of the fastest growing online gaming retailers yeah, yeah. Uh, in the market and they're doing a phenomenal job you spoke well about it it's all the way from gpu pc uh, but in display technology we we like to think that we're the leaders in that and uh, yeah and we are I mean. mm. because one of the things I'm, I'm thinking about is now given the rise of gaming mm. how important of consideration that is in someone making a tv buying decision yeah yeah because yeah. i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. it ranks much higher than it did six years ago for example. without doubt i think you your point is absolutely valid and you probably saw when when we looked at the very first one of the very first tvs today we looked at the frame tv it's got a q70 panel in it a qled panel that's at 120 hertz. Mm. So even though we're selling that as an art TV or what we call the frame TV, that is quite capable to take a, a console gaming mm. and and run at 120 hertz. Mm. That's how important it is. Mm. And and uh, hence I think you'll see more and more of the Samsung tech uh, showing 120 hertz plus. So that's been it, you know, fascinating conversation as you heard there from uh, the team at Samsung, uh, just uh, trying to understand what's going on uh, in the TV market in South Africa. Um, it is worth noting that in other parts of the world, um, that uh, that trend is something that we are seeing, um, you know, according to some of the research that's come out uh, from the likes of uh, display supply chain consultants, uh, showing that a premium TV market uh, continues to be dominated by Samsung and LG uh, saying that uh, they, these manufacturers have benefited from a number of uh, you know different points such as a recovery from lockdowns uh, because supply chains meant that uh, a lot of electronics supply had been constrained through the lockdown. Now people are able to buy what they wanted to buy. Uh, there's been a shift right during COVID. A lot of people are now watching more and more movies at home so your home becomes more of an entertainment hub so you want uh, the best 
uh, that you can get into your home. And then at the same time, there's also been a rise in multiple TVs being in uh, in households. You can imagine a lot of people have, um, you know, depending on the income bracket, will have maybe a TV in a lounge, a TV in a bedroom or something like that. One can think about uh, the fact that a lot of kids now have uh, dedicated setups where there's a PlayStation or an Xbox. So all of those things that are helping to drive uh, what's been going on in the market. So it is a very interesting trend. And I think for us, uh, for Business Day Spotlight, it ties in very well um, with uh, the conversation that we had with Michael's uh, direct compatriot uh, that is the head of Samsung Mobile because Samsung has two big businesses in the country. That is the mobile business and the consumer electronics business. And Justin Hume, who heads up the mobile side of the business, gave us insight um, about uh, three months ago when the S23 premium line of uh, phones came out uh, to say that they are seeing and experiencing a big boom in the premium segment when it comes to smartphones, um, smartphone sales in South Africa. So that seems to tie in um, quite well with what's going on in uh, in the TV market. So that's been it. You guys can just uh, let us know what you think. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from us, and the rest of the team. It is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.